1: Lonnie, if you were given the option, would you like to remember what happened at work every day?
0: Mm, I mean, that's what I do have. That is my option, (laughs) isn't it? Wait, what? You mean uh, not not remember? Not remember. Because I already do. (laughs) Um, No, I don't think I would do this, actually. That doesn't work out very well for anybody involved, so. It's very true. Mm. What about you? Um, I mean, maybe. Okay.
1: I spend a lot of my off time stressing about work, so to have a little reprieve from that might be nice. I can't foresee anything going wrong.
0: (laughs) Hello there, kids. What's for dinner?
1: (laughs) What is that? (laughs) What has happened?
0: That's what he says. That's what he does say. Okay. Okay. John Turturro, are you questioning John Turturro? Never. Never, good. Well, my name's Lonnie, your name's Sinead, how's it going?
1: Uh, good, thank you. Very excited to talk about the show.
0: Yeah, Severance, the show on everybody's lips. It's a bit of a it was a, a sleeper hit, I suppose, at first. I don't think anyone was like sitting back last year being like, I can't wait for this Apple TV sci-fi Black Mirror-esque show to come out. But then it came out, Sinead. And everyone's jumping for joy.
1: Mm-hmm. What's it all about? So it's directed by Ben Stiller and Aoife McArdle. Mm-hmm. It stars Adam Scott and they're in this like workplace, but they don't know what the workplace is, like what they do. And mm-hmm. the whole idea is that they've been severed, which means that there's a version of themselves who exists in the world. But when they go down the elevator to work, it switches and they become their work self. And so neither of those two parts of their brain have knowledge of the other part. And then some shit goes down.
0: It's a neat idea, isn't it? Like for a sci-fi, it could be a Black Mirror episode, let's face it. But it's also tapping into themes of like is the work, the, the, you at work the same as you at home, that idea, and kind of tapping into the idea of if you're doing something that is really intense at your workplace, wouldn't it be nice to just switch it all off and not remember it?
1: Mm. And
0: also potentially, wouldn't it be nice, as you said, to have a recreational life outside of work where you don't have to stress about what you're doing at work?
1: Well, the the central question, though, is that all that I took from it is do we care what we do as a day job, as a pushing Mm -hmm. numbers kind of person, if it's really causing harm to other people in the world?
0: Yeah. Yeah, so I think... It's it's a it's a jumping off point for a cool idea for a show, but also I think the reason it's resonating is because it is making us think about all those those these things in our, in our work life. Mm-hmm. So you're saying you you might do it, Sanae? You might? I,
1: I wouldn't, obviously, but like maybe.
0: <laughs> I can yeah, I'm with you. I can see why it's attractive in, in certain parts. Um, I think the only way you could really do it is if it was you and both sides, but you just didn't remember. Mm. when you were outside because that is the concern that these characters face is that they're basically non-existent Yes. outside of the world that they're in.
1: Yeah, because yeah, they never get to leave, right? They never get to leave work. So you're stuck at work all the time, which is hell. Mm. Sounds like hell.
0: <laughs> but for them it is, right? Because yeah. Because there's that bit where it's like it was just Friday, now it's Monday morning. I haven't gone anywhere because they don't remember the mm-hmm. time in between. And then... Adam Scott's like, I like to focus on the effects of rest. (laughs) You
1: might feel more energized.
0: (laughs) Yeah. But then it does also feel like that sometimes, doesn't it? Like It does feel like you spend all your time at work and you never really left. And you can have a whole weekend where it just flies by and all of a sudden it's Monday morning again. you're like, oh, my God, what's been going on? I feel like I live here.
1: Well, people work full time. You only get one day a week to do what you want. Like, one day of weekend is always taken up by, like, groceries or housework or washing or, I don't know, doing things, and then mm-hmm. you only really get one day out well, of seven. Especially
0: if you've got kids, you might not have any time.
1: Ugh, sounds awful.
0: <laughs> but you've got a cute baby at the same time. I mean, Although, in this world, you might have a baby at home, you wouldn't know, would you? How would you know? Yeah. Should we talk about the, the show itself, though, how it's presented to us? Sure. Adam Scott, one of the best, one mm. of the greats. Really tapping into his personas that he's, well, his previous characters he's played on TV, especially Parks and Rec yep. for this role. So he's our, our lead character. He's Mark. Mm-hmm. And how would you describe him? He's a bit of a sad sack in real life, isn't he? With yeah. good reason.
1: So his wife has died, right?
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: he chose to be severed mostly to not have to think about her for you know eight mm. hours of the day or whatever. Mm. Um, that's where he's coming, place he's coming from. I really genuinely couldn't think of a better casting, like,
0: yeah,
1: because it's so evocative of different characters he's played, but there's also an edge underneath, especially that first episode where you don't know what's going on, you think he might be a mm. bad guy. Um, the whole cast is incredible. Like, John Totoro you mentioned Christopher Walken, is in this. Being amazing. Patricia Arquette. Britt Lauer was, is one of the members of the of the team. But for me, the takeaway from the cast is Zach Cherry, who plays Dylan, who is phenomenal, impeccable, <laughs> nothing wrong about his performance, always funny, jokes always land. He's
0: kind of playing a similar character to the character he played in Succession. Do you remember that when... Um...
1: Oh, my God, that's what he's from.
0: Yeah, they're doing the training exercise mm-hmm. where um, Roman is going off and he yes. has to meet this guy for the management training. Yeah, similar sort of guy. So he's been around for a while on, on TV and a couple of movies, he's, but kind of interesting cameos. Like, he's in the big sick as Party Goer 4, it says here. Mm-hmm. And I think he's the guy in, like, the first um, Tom Holland Spider-Man who tells him to do a flip. Oh, yeah. jumping around. Yeah. But really tapping into... Some, some darker and some really intense sides to his performance mm. as Dylan. Um, and so, yeah, so the, the three guys in the team have been around for a while. They've been doing, they've been here at least a year or so, I think, all of them. Um, John Turturro's been there at least six, I think. Um, but then Heli comes in and she's played by Britt Lauer and she's being just recently been seven. She's new to the team. And she doesn't like it. Not happy at all.
1: No, And the whole idea is that if you don't like it, you're supposed to be able to leave. But guess what? She's not. Yeah. And we should probably mention, so Heli comes in as a new addition to the team because Petey, who used to work there, is -hmm. no longer there. And there's no explanation given to the rest of the team. And Petey and Adam Scott's character were best friends in their workplace. Like their work versions of themselves were best friends. Mm. And I think that is really the, the inciting incident for Mark is trying to figure out what happened to Petey. Um, he starts to question what's going on around him until crazy stuff happens.
0: And the the real heartbreaking thing is that in the real life, he does know what's happened to Petey, mm. but he, he can't ever tell himself that. No. So I guess we can go through the plot points because... Spoils, obviously. So... Severance have going on for a long time in this universe. Yes. Right? And there's opposition to it in the real world.
1: Yeah, only some people are severed. People mm-hmm. who work for Lumen, right?
0: Mm hmm. But somehow someone's worked out a way to undo it. hmm. And that's happened to Petey. So that character is in like one short scene, right? The one who did it. Mm. We never see her again. I thought that was a really interesting choice to have that play out the way it did.
1: Next season. Got to, well, got to leave stuff for the next season.
0: Got to leave stuff for the next season, that's right. Well, do you think they know what they're doing next season? Surely. I think so. A lot of Lost, but they just just making it up as they go along, right?
1: Yeah, so you said this, <laughs> that a lot of questions were being raised and none of them answered, and that you're, you were a bit like, hmm, are they just going to turn into Lost or are they actually going to answer them? I felt like they gave us some answers, but also... I'm enjoying the process of being taken down all these rabbit holes. and
0: oh, well, you're, you're the one who's always like, what if it gets cancelled and then this is all we get?
1: No, I am not. When I have I ever you, said you that? Say
0: that? You always say that. It's your, it's your catchphrase.
1: I don't think it's my catchphrase. The most recent person who said this on the podcast was you about June, because you're like, well, what if another movie never gets made?
0: No, aren't you like you want the whole thing planned out beforehand?
1: Maybe I've changed let me. Maybe yeah, my changed. perception has changed. Well,
0: that's my thing. Is like, is this was this a satisfying conclusion to season one? Yes. What's the conclusion? They they stopped Harper through a scene.
1: The conclusion is that we know that Helly is related to Keir Weiss. hmm Keir Weiss.
0: Keir Egan, I think. But Keir Egan. I'm gonna go with it. <laughs> he does lemon. He does, He does bars.
1: Where did I get that from? <laughs> okay um well that happened oh they're a makeup brand okay that makes sense why it's in my head (laughs) um I don't know I listen I'm just gonna say I loved this show it was for me a pretty perfect show and it disappoints me that you didn't feel that too
0: no I did like it I liked it a lot my thing is that I'm just wondering was this a satisfying beginning middle and end of a season of television kind of felt like they just ended it.
1: Not for me, because I think that the the whole thing was Heli trying to figure out who she was, and we ended with that. It got revealed. I guess it depends who you're taking as the protagonist, right? Like, maybe it's not a very satisfying conclusion for Mark, and that's mm. what you're picking up on.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't mind it, because I know it's coming back for second season, there's going to be more answers then, and that's all good. My only little bit of a concern is, like, was the stuff that was raised to the beginning of the show, mm-hmm. and then we're the season arc. Then we did we get a proper ending? It kind of felt like we just ended halfway through a scene. That 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 was my small um, concern there. But it's got a big answer, so it's all right. Um. So yeah. So Mark is on both ends of his life. He's starting to realize maybe not all is what it seems. Mm-hmm. But like, dude, they're the they're creepiest company anyway. I knew they were creepy. Two seconds in. Obviously, not sure why you're surprised? Yeah.
1: So, what do you think they're actually doing? What's yeah, your? Yeah,
0: I've, I've seen a few theories online about this. Mm-hmm. So, some of the people have been saying that maybe they're trying to work towards a sort of eternal consciousness sort of thing. So, you can just take your brain and put it in a computer, and then you live forever. Being mm. like like Black Mirror, that's happened a few times. And so maybe what they're doing in their data refining is like doing that to people's memories. Interesting, like
1: just, yeah. Just
0: like, yeah, cleaning them out and making them accept the process perhaps or
1: mm-hmm.
0: or maybe people want to focus on the good memories and that's when they get the bad feeling, they try and get rid of the bad feeling memories.
1: I like I that. I like that as a theory.
0: Other thing, there's something about, there's like a throwaway line about Kier is that he's got some sort of there's some sort of illusion that maybe some version of him still exists. And so maybe they're trying to bring him back,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and so maybe that's of the data refining of what they're what they're doing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, the other thing is that maybe they're just doing something really evil, I suppose. That we and that's why they, yeah. that and they can't know about it.
1: Well, there's a great scene where they all they all kind of guess like what they're doing, and mm. like Dylan's one is that the Earth's inha- uninhabitable, and they need to figure out how to kill the ones at the bottom of the ocean so that <laughs> humans can live in the ocean. Which yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's perfect, hundred yeah. percent. I thought maybe killing people. Maybe mm. you could see the code or the ones that were genuinely bad people or something and they mm. put them in the box, but that might be just a bit too bland. I like the memories thing a bit better because it ties into everything. Um,
0: well, I think there might be someone saying that maybe they're actually refining the severance process itself. Yeah. So maybe in the future people will be more accepting of it. Like obviously there some folks have trouble accepting it like Kelly mm. did. Mm-hmm. So... And the memories that they – or the data that they're refining is their own brain sort of memories. And that would be a
1: pretty big, like, twist that they're Mm. actually working on the thing that they're trying to escape or like that.
0: Yeah, and potentially every time they're at work, they're making their brains Mm. more accepting of severance. So, like, chipping away at their own memory sort of thing could work. Could be fun. Yeah. So, what's the – the idea is that there's, like, a cult already. Yes. Or was the the cult – Created around the technology slash the main guy Keurig, and Keir Regan back in the day.
1: I think the second one. Second one. Okay. Yeah.
0: And he's written, if he did not start this actual severance program himself, like the technology, maybe he started the thinking of it, but then also wrote like a new Bible, the manual they all sort of talk about, right?
1: Yeah, I think so. Hmm. Okay. I think so.
0: Okay. Something down with that. Um, but it is, it is. Interesting, Sinead. So do you think severance actually works is my question. Obviously it does in terms of the memory sort of thing, but mm-hmm. if your characters say who you are up there or down there, it's still you, even if you can't recall it. So I think EP says that about Mark, it's like you, when you're sad up in real world, you're still sad down there. You're just don't, not sure why. Yeah. Do you think that's true?
1: Yeah, I think so because you know what it's reminded me of? Oh, my God, mm-hmm. I can't I'm going to say that's Okay, in the Vampire Diaries, um, mm-hmm. when Damon compels Jeremy to f- remember, he's really depressed and like season one into mm. drugs and stuff. And then Damon's like, "You're not going to do that anymore." And mm. then it was revealed that he was still sad, but he didn't know why because he didn't have the memories. Yeah, same thing, yeah. right?
0: And some would say better done already in Vampire Diaries. <laughs> ben Stiller perhaps copied this from.
1: Maybe he's Vampire a big Diaries. fan. You never know. Maybe he's Team Damon. Who knows?
0: Well, that's also, that is the the very, very core question of this show is, like, who are you? Mm. Can you change? If you didn't have your memories, would you still act in the same way? Because I think for the most part, like, most of the characters, I guess Helly is a bit different. Helly's the
1: big one, right?
0: And, hmm, would we, would we say, I guess we only see Mark, really. We see little mm. glimpses of the other characters. But I, I get the feeling Mark... He seemed more overtly depressed in the real world because he's got his memories, but I feel like he's kind of the same person deep down. Mm-hmm. So hard to say.
1: Yeah. I just wanted to touch on, I've been seeing a lot of people saying that the show is a bit of a slow burn mm. and that it takes a few episodes to get into it. That was not my experience at all. I felt like from the first moment this show started, I was completely engaged in trying to figure out what was going on because There's no big exposition dump in dialogue. Mm. Like I had to figure out that Mark and his sister were brother and sister. You know, that wasn't really presented in a way of like, hi, sis, (laughs) can you take me to see your husband, my brother-in-law, who is an author and a crazy man? Um,
0: As you know, we are siblings.
1: Yes, exactly. (laughs) Like for me, I I was totally engaged because I was trying to figure out what was going on from the get-go. And I really loved that.
0: Yeah, like it's it's a slow burn in terms of there's no explosions and car chases, but there's lots of there's a drip feed of information, and it's all very interesting and it's very well shot and
1: oh it's beautiful. It's we should intriguing. talk about visual design, right? Like the use mm. of shapes and colors, and even their office. They have this little like foursome cubicle, but it's in the middle of this massive room.
0: Yeah, it's good.
1: Um, it's just so like so well done.
0: It reminds me of um. I haven't seen a whole lot of it but I remember Mad Men I read a lot about they're really big on showing the ceiling oh, you don't okay. always see ceilings on tv shows if you think about it because no. but in this they do a lot as well mm. and it's about like getting the right lights up in the ceiling so you can do it properly but it does sort of give that oppressive like we are underground or we are in a building because we've you mm. can always see the roof and I remember that that shot in the a long shot in the first episode where they're walking around them it's like a maze basically mm-hmm. isn't it? and it just like follows them around and it's kind of like got some funky music behind it and every time they have to go out and see another team or another place in the office or the wider office you, you know it's so confusing i'll be lost in two seconds
1: yeah the hallways
0: but that's designed there to yes on disorient. Purpose, to disorient them and yeah to make sure they don't go where they're not supposed to mm. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/slash achieve today. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at Bolandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mm-hmm. So what's Patricia Arquette's deal? Creepy. The character, I mean.
1: Never trust an old lady in pigtails.
0: <laughs> it's very disturbing. There's
1: something it? off about it.
0: So do we, do we think all her, like she's living next to Mark and interfering in his personal life yes. and whatnot. Was that off book? I'm guessing she wasn't supposed to be doing that.
1: I don't know. See, so she's she's clearly not severed, right, because there was that question in the beginning and then the big reveal is that it was her living yeah, next and, to him.
0: And Milchak as well, obviously, isn't it? Yes.
1: Um, so she's obviously lost a baby, right? That's her story because she's got that little altar downstairs Yes, and I think the, at one uh, point, bands. wasn't she
0: like she when she was crying, she was holding on to like baby's clothes? Yeah. yeah, and she
1: has like dolls and things, which also creepy.
0: Yeah. And she's good at the ba- with the baby as well,
1: yeah. Um, but I don't know, I this is why I'm thinking there's something different about Mark that he needs to be supervised like that. Mm. Because who was the other guy? Um, was it Grainer?
0: Got any more information on that?
1: The big security guy.
0: Oh, yeah, the guy gets killed. Yeah. And
1: he goes to her house and he knows that Mark lives next door. Mm. So. Yeah, I
0: think they all knew about it, but I think it was mm. kind of, it wasn't particularly like part of the plan. It wasn't from the board or whatever. Yeah, no, no. I got the feeling she was just sort of had extra stuff going on with it, with him.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm not sure where, that, where this show leaves her in the end. Like she's so, she's been fired and she's totally mm. unhinged. I'm not sure where that is going to. Go.
0: Yeah, I'd be su- I'd maybe surprised if she sticks around much longer, to be honest. Maybe
1: mm.
0: her character is reaching an end point, but I don't really know. But that
1: just seems odd to cast Patricia Arquette and then ride her out of the show, Like just from a from a casting standpoint. Is that... Yeah. Maybe it's of,
0: hey, you come to a season and a half and then, then you're done. Yeah, like maybe. That could be also interesting, I don't know. I, I'm not saying she's going to kick you out. I'm just wondering, like you, if she's not part of that world... In a position of authority, what is she, so? Yeah. But who knows? Maybe she'll go away for a bit and come back.
1: Now, Lonnie, Mm. I'm involved in a Twitter feud. Okay. And by Twitter feud, I mean someone posted something incorrectly and I told them it was incorrect and then a lot of people are being involved in it. So someone tweeted about how the mystery box format doesn't really work, and I'll leave the thread, but they're like, the show goes out of its way to tell us that you can't smuggle anything from the office. So it's obvious that Dylan wouldn't have smuggled the thing out of work, thereby not needing Milcheck to wake him up after hours. I completely disagree, and some people agree with me. I thought we were told that they couldn't mm-hmm. take stuff, but that was clearly a lie, right? Like that their swipe card came in and out, their clothes, mm-hmm. Heli's rope when she was trying to kill herself. That didn't disappear when she got up to the right floor.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm with you. I think we were told many times, but we never actually saw any proof of it.
1: No, I thought banking. that was a really obvious like lie yeah, that they I, were I told. Thought
0: that every time that she tried to take something out, she'd been spotted yes. on the CCTV or someone had seen her do it. Someone had the seen it,
1: right? Not and that her, she like, actually tried. Exactly. Exactly.
0: Yeah, and so I think what they were worried about about Dylan was that he'd taken something up and they had no idea why he would do that. Like, mm-hmm. is he working with the, one of the people who was against severance or what, what? what's going on? So they had to. I do wonder, though, is was that a little bit convenient for the plot, that storyline, but that was cool as well.
1: Mm.
0: Like, I wonder if there's more to why they were so worried about that particular thing getting out there or was it just something they had to do to, to to introduce the idea of being woken up when you're out, or yeah, going to sleep when you're out, <laughs> whichever way you look at it. Mm. It was a very tense last episode, though. I tell you what, I was on the edge of my seat. I
1: know. For me, the reveal, Helly's reveal, didn't shock me as much as something else that happened in the series. Okay. Miss Casey being the wife.
0: Yeah, I I knew she was going to be someone. I thought it might be Helly for a bit, but I, I was happy that Helly has her own storyline. Yeah, because totally... he was
1: being all cagey okay with the photo, right? And I'm like, I oh. see you guys. You're not framing that shot correctly. Oh, what a convenient way for him to have hold, yeah. held the photo. <laughs> Who is it going to be? And my mm. thought as well was like, oh, is it going to be Helly? Miss Casey wasn't even on my radar as mm. that would turn out.
0: But it still fits, right?
1: Okay, so several questions about her. So she only exists in the wellness sessions. Mm. She doesn't have a job that she returns to, like a cubicle like these guys. They wake her up for the session, and Mm. then you see Milchek say that she needs to go back to the, I forget the name of it, it, that big hallway.
0: Basement floor or whatever. She goes down and there's her other up.
1: And Irving, in real life, in the outside world, is a painter, and he keeps obsessively painting that same clip, which says that Irving must have been there too. Right? Mm. Because he has a memory of that, and that's what's sort of breaking through.
0: Well, if I can jump in now. Please. Some of the theories I saw about that was that perhaps Irving's been severed twice.
1: Ah. Or
0: more than once, at least. Mm-hmm. And so I think there was some line about how he's been in, been severed for eight years or something, but been working with them for six years. Like, I can't remember the date, but it was kind of there was a hint that maybe he's been around longer than they, they first thought. Also, Something I didn't really pick up on, but I'm glad the internet tells me this sort of thing. Was <laughs> that in the real world he was drinking coffee and mm-hmm. keeping himself awake. And then obviously when he's down for his work day, he was starting to fall asleep and uh-huh. starting to see things. Yeah. So then maybe he was trying to tap into some sort of the he's mapping his memories a bit and trying to fall asleep there and then memory would exist back in his dreams up upstairs or something like that. That's so, interesting. And, then he's just painting over and over and over that, that one thing. Mm. And he, is he trying to unlock something? Like he can – got an image in his mind. He's like, if I just paint it enough times, it'll turn up and I'll, you know. To
1: know. It's just this obsessive thing, right? He can't paint yeah. anything else almost.
0: And that was quite amazing to me. It was like, first of all, like, oh, my God, is he a soldier? Or was it just his dad who was a soldier? Mm-hmm. Is he? Does he have, like, some sort of PTSD going on? That's why he wanted to be severed. Mm. But then he's found, like – a contact list of all the people who mm-hmm. work for Lumen. So mm-hmm. it's almost like we just thought because as we see him downstairs, he's a kind of, he and Dylan love their jobs and just do them and they know all the yes. rules and stuff. But then upstairs they're just like Mark, they've they've come to realise there's something else going on here.
1: Well, it's, it's the opposite to, it's the yin to Helly's yang, right? Like mm. her innie wants to be out and Irving's He wants to be out. They're complete opposites, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the other half of the time, I'm confused with the wife. So at first, I was like, "Did she not get in the accident at all?" But yeah, I think she seen... did, though, because other people had memory of that, not just Mark.
0: No, she she definitely died. Well,
1: yeah. They seem to think
0: she died in real life. Is
1: she <laughs> in a coma or something? And they're tapping into her brain, or?
0: Well, yeah, that was another memory, another thought of what they're doing with the data refinement was taking people who've uh, maybe brain dead or Mm. people who've died in accidents and that they've taken their memories, like they've implanted them or exploited them from people's brains at the point of death, perhaps. Mm. But then that doesn't explain why she looks like she looks because no replica of, of,
1: and also I keep forgetting that it's, it's the same body. They don't, have a separate body for the innies and the outies. No, they have no. one body and it's the brain that changes. So she can't really be in a coma because she's not, she's there, like physically there.
0: No, maybe, maybe her death was faked and she never actually died or never got in any accident, I suppose. Yeah.
1: But
0: maybe she has, and maybe they're also doing robots. Who knows?
1: But how is she involved That's with nice. severance before that then so that they get her body or get her in some capacity? Because Mark only got involved with them after the accident because of the trauma. Mm. There's more going on well, there. Well, that's another
0: thing. I, I guess doesn't Miss Cobell say in real life to the mum? Sorry, to the sister mm-hmm. who was the mother. You can be both. <laughs> she says that. Does Mark ever remember? To her like he, he. So maybe like Mark is like the the massive stress test because he's yeah he's being severanced. He's meeting his ex wife. Yeah. But then nothing's ever indicated that that's ever ever twigged to him who she Maybe
1: that's another reason why she's living so close to him, to Mm. monitor him for that Mm. sort of stuff because he's guinea pig in that way. Mm -hmm. I think that
0: could work. That makes sense. But is she a clone? Is she the real person? Is she a robot? Is she a perfect synthetic replicant? You know, it's hard to know. Could be any of those things.
1: I just wanted to say that it was really nice. I really loved the relationship between Irving and um Christopher Walken what's his name
0: Bert I believe
1: Bert yeah Yeah. I loved that it It was so beautiful and it Mm. made me realize I haven't seen a lot of older people in queer relationships Mm. and I just thought it was really lovely and sweet I thought Bert was gonna turn out to be evil yeah but I don't think so I don't
0: think so that was that was my as well. I was wondering if maybe one of our main four were going to be pretending to be severed and being like a mold. yeah, yeah. But it doesn't seem like it. Well, that offers not for them, but who knows about anyone else? Mm.
1: It's
0: don't know about Bert. He
1: well, he's going to be killed.
0: Well, seems like, it. <laughs> and he was going to. Well, it seemed like his retirement was. Well, Bert is definitely dead, and his retirement was was forced upon him. But that video he's he sent down of himself, like of his real self, if you will, down to everyone else he's worked with. It was very awkward and sad. Yeah. But then in real life, so obviously he has a romantic um, interest in Irving, but also in the real life he's also gay. Yeah. Which was wondering, I was thinking, thinking about this, like, yeah, how much of your core of yourself is tied up in your memory, so... It seems like his sexual orientation is it remains in both. Mm-hmm. But I don't know how else he would. Maybe, no, he maybe, maybe doesn't. Maybe that's just a coincidence. Who knows? Maybe. Interesting stuff. What do you think of the the allusions to there being an uprising in the past? One of the teams
1: yeah. trying to kill the others. What's that's that about? interesting. Something no. But I it...
0: did love when, um, when Dylan opened up the, the stapler when he <laughs> saw... Yes. When he saw Bert coming this time, he was like, "You get away from me," because again, that's kind of thing I think, at least for me, spoke to like when you work in a big organization, you've got your own team who you love, mm-hmm. every other team you hate, just like on on the site almost because yeah. they're not your team. So, <laughs> and they're always like messing things up. You got to fix it up. I'm like, "Oh my god, look at these people coming around." Yeah. But yeah. Sorry, I didn't answer. Didn't wait for you to answer the question. What's going on?
1: I don't know. Okay. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> okay. I, it's hard because they're like a cult and they've been around for a long time and then there's also the company of Lumen and it's hard mm. to know how integral those things are to the other and also the order in which they occurred, which you spoke about earlier. Mm. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if it wasn't true, but it was invented as a way to keep them not socializing with other teams, the severed team yeah. especially. But
0: also um, to lock the doors. Too. Like why, why yeah. even... Yeah, hard to hard to say. Maybe they need a bit of healthy competition. I think that's part of the
1: maybe. Forum.
0: I wonder, Sunny. If you sat down to watch this show, did you ever think you were going to see a sexy striptease with those masks on?
1: That was disturbing.
0: It's one of the most disturbing things I've ever seen
1: on a new level. Um, I hated it. <laughs> yeah. It's terrifying. But then you're like, okay, what's going on here? It's this like hypersexual. Squid Game-esque
0: mm.
1: situation in that replica house, right? I don't know. There's a lot going on and I'm I'm keen to know more.
0: Yeah. And I, I, you think back to a lot of those cult leaders, it's, a lot of it is tied up to sex and sex and power mm. and things like that. And even things like you know certain religions, they have rules about who you can marry and you can marry more than one woman. You can have several relationships going on i think there's a lot of that sort of being thrown up there and in that scenario yeah and then like in that scenario you've done you've won the quarter right you've done the best over the quarter mm. so you get the reward as if you were the leader i suppose but why are you watching them with masks and why not just be normal about it
1: yeah why
0: why, why even offer that as like a
1: as a oh, perk anyway.
0: <laughs> i'm happy with the finger trap okay <laughs>
1: um the goats. Yeah, they were cute. Sacrifice for some sort of like
0: mm, so.
1: prayer thing.
0: I saw, a, well, that's another theory I read was that goats aren't that dissimilar to sheep. Sheeps are cloned, maybe they're cloning, they're working out cloning with goats.
1: But the guy said don't take them, they're not ready yet.
0: Mm,
1: As in they're not old enough to be sacrificed and he's attached to them. I don't know. Oh, good. Are you surprised to learn that Ben Stiller was behind this, Lonnie?
0: I am and I'm not, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't think it yeah, not the sort of thing I would really associate Ben Stiller with, really. But then you think back to like the secret life of Walter Media. That's
1: what I was gonna say.
0: That that not strictly related, but you can kind of see some of this, There's in enough that, I think.
1: Weirdness in that, right? Like to mm. That's exactly what I was thinking. To I mean, make him some- directing this, you, sure, of course, that's yeah. his natural progression, right?
0: And like something like the original Zoolander, obviously it's a funny comedy and stuff, but it's all it's like conspiracy theory and stuff. Mm. Like it's you know, I mean, like in you got to be smart to do comedy. Well, I'm not saying he, I don't think he's ever been a dumb person, mm. <laughs> and but yeah, it's not really the the Ben Stiller wheelhouse, really. But then also. Maybe he just wants to go out and make a prestige TV drama, which he's done.
1: Mm-hmm, definitely. It's so, cool. I want to see more. Oh, for sure. I was into it. I'm so into it. I'm so into it that I wish that I was severed so I could experience the show again, <laughs> fresh.
0: My, my thing is that it's a little bit cerebral and there's a lot going on. There were a couple of times where I went, went sat down to watch it. I'm like, I'm too tired. I'm not going to be able to keep up with this. <laughs> So keep that in mind if you're going to.
1: I love that, though. Like, there was something really interesting in every episode and you're slowly putting the pieces of the puzzle Mm. together for yourself as well as watching the characters go through it. Like, the scene where Hallie tries to kill herself is so heartbreaking.
0: Yeah, Yeah, it's. I agree. It's so well shot, so interesting. It's really distinctive in the way that it is. Yes.
1: From the
0: get-go, it's like they decided let's make our own... Visual style here, mm-hmm. which I really appreciate. Me too. I, as I said, wasn't expecting this, but it's come out. It's it's a real lean-in show, isn't it? It's, it really you got is. A, You have to, like, actually pay attention. Don't watch this whilst on your phone.
1: You're not going to understand it. Or chatting <laughs> or not.
0: having dinner and things like that.
1: You need to sit yeah. and watch, yeah.
0: And t- I think you'll be rewarded. Now, we can all be, like, obsessing over theories and stuff for the next year and a half. It can be fun.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I, I think... One thing you might think of, you listen this far and you're like, well, I don't know if it's for me, I doubt you're here. But anyway, Black Mirror, I think it's on that same level, isn't it? Yeah. It's Black Mirror-esque.
1: But it's a, an extended sort it's of... It's the Black Mirror. I I think he's done because he said that...
0: The real world just
1: Yes, was getting <laughs> just as bad, if not worse, than his world is uh, creating.
0: Yeah, good stuff.
1: All right, time for star ratings, Son. Star rating. You go for it.
0: On the count of three, let's go together
1: okay wait we're we going on like we're we going one two three and then saying the rating yeah so on four okay <laughs> one
0: two three five stars five stars
1: nice is that what you're gonna say or did you because i i stuck <laughs> in first
0: i had no idea what i was gonna say but oh, i was like you know, what? five stars is good yeah definitely
1: i loved it it was perfect to me i loved everything about it i can't wait for more wow best tv show i've seen wow oh yeah
0: and why? Why more than other shows you've seen this year? Just, just all came together. It so. just
1: all came together. There you go. I was into it.
0: That's awesome because you you to misses the sci-fi sometimes, are not you? But then like Gattic is one of your favorite movies. I
1: think I like sci-fi. Yeah. Okay. I think that's okay. What I've learned about myself. It's all not right. really sci. Well, I guess it's sci-fi.
0: Well, that's the one of those debates about genres, isn't it? Yeah,
1: I guess so. Let's not get into that. Okay.
0: Well. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. Apple TV, which is maybe another thing that's a drawback for some people. But be like me, buy a new phone, get Apple TV free for three months and just watch whatever you can before that ends.
1: It's a good plan. Yeah.
0: But I, I think there's almost getting to the point with enough stuff on Apple TV where you may as well just get it and, and you get t- that's Lasso, you get this, there's that show about going to the moon, probably pretty good.
1: My theory is you should yeah. wait until there's a few things you want to see on each platform. Yeah. Just sign up, pay a month, pay 10 bucks yeah. for a month, it binge all that stuff, and then cancel your subscription after a month because mm. you can now, like, dip in and out of streaming services in a way that you I don't think you used to be able to. Mm. Like, you don't have to pay a year up front. That's what I've been doing. So I was paying for Apple TV to watch this and We crashed and Ted Lasso.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um but I'm about and to then cancel you'll... it because week Crash is done. So... Right,
0: and you'll come back around when Ted it comes out sort of thing. Yeah, that
1: yeah, and that's a good way to sort of, you know, not have to pay for everything that you're not using all the time. Just a thought.
0: All right. Well, we're on Twitter, aren't we, Sinead? we can get in touch with us there.
1: Yeah, right. I'm in a few pod. I wonder what teaser I'm going to choose this week.
0: Something great, I'm sure. Something I'll definitely remember. <laughs> All right, well, we'll see you on Twitter. We'll see you next time on the podcast. My name's Lonnie. Her name's Sinead. See you then. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi.